Welcome back, all y'all podcast listeners. Thank you once again for tuning in uh, or clicking play or however you're consuming <laughs> this thing. Um, our next story that we're going to have on the podcast is from our first live story- storytelling event with um, Limbert Fabian. Um, Limbert and his wife have uh, done what they call relocation experiments, where they sort of move um, based on where uh, their future calls them. And the story that Limbert told was about their honeymoon. And it reminded Chris and I about our honeymoon. Right. Yeah. Uh, we were, Sarah and I were talking just a moment ago about how honeymoons can, uh, they're so burdened by expectations. You know, it's your honeymoon. It's supposed to be this certain way. You know, it's supposed to be the way you wanted it to go. And, and you know, almost nothing ever goes the way you want it to go. Uh, in our case, we ended up um, not... It was, it was our first time out of the country ever. Right. And we decided to go to Copenhagen, Denmark, because um, part of my master's thesis had gotten into an academic conference there. And we thought, why not tack on our honeymoon to that? Right. And we initially had planned to go to Jamaica. So, I mean, we switched gears from Negril, Jamaica to <laughs> Copenhagen, Denmark, uh, which was a pretty, um, pretty much an about-face change of plans. And, and Denmark's a strange country for for your first out of the United States visit. That, it, it has the highest happiness rating in the entire world as a country. I think it's also the most expensive. Uh, it's one of the most expensive countries in the world, which was you know, a bit of a shock. I think we were probably both living on very low level income so so we ended up staying in a hostel yeah um, at the time we thought was a great decision but uh, we ended up staying in the midst of all these 18 year olds who were visiting the country from America Mm -hmm. and the drinking age in Copenhagen is 18 so you can imagine what happened (laughs) yeah lots of lots of vomit in the hallways and I ended up actually getting a skin disease in Copenhagen so uh, our our honeymoon was uh, was not what we expected, but you know whatever is. And I think uh, Marta and Limbert's story kind of it shows the other opposite end of the serendipity spectrum, especially when traveling abroad. My entire thing is I, I think my entire life has been a relocation experiment. Um, I grew up in New York City. And why the hell would you want to leave New York, right? right? But I did. I was like, 16 couldn't come any like any 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 faster. I was like, I New York is awesome, but there's something else out there. And uh, and I don't know if and I don't know if it was because uh, I I'm from Dominican Republic, first of all, Dominican New York. That's like it's like it, rice and beans, I guess. Um, but it was, we would spend the summers in the American Republic and, you know, I was back in New York for school and back in the American Republic in the summer. <clears throat> but I knew there was something else. I was like, I got to see the United States. As soon as I could apply to college, I was applying anything that was the furthest away from New York. And California was, I wanted to go to Cal Arts, I wanted to go to art school. This is the thing. I decided to go to art school, which led me to Florida. Uh, Florida was not New York. It, it was <laughs> hot, it was muggy. I was miserable the first three months there. And at the request of a teacher, said, listen, you can go back to New York, go back to SVA, go back to another art school there and just be another, another artist in the city and work really hard to sort of stand out. He's like, stay here and be a bright star in the school here. And I was like, but I, there's brilliant people here. Um, anyhow, but I met a lot of really great people, one of which 
Brandon Holdenberg, who's responsible for Mumbasudas here in town, which you guys are all familiar with, is one of the people I met like the first day I was in school there, among two other guys. Art school led to Texas to follow Brandon, of all things. So we leave school. He starts going. To, he starts to work as a student in uh, in Texas. I follow him about four years later, and he's like, "Listen, you can come in. We're making movies. This is what we're doing." I was. So what happens is we get to uh, we get to work together. I moved to Texas, and uh, I meet a wonderful woman, this girl. I'm there for about three months, and I meet this girl. Uh, we end up dating. I ask her to marry me. We are together. I mean, it's like we haven't been separated since, and this was in 2000. So, But we dated for about four years, and I had not asked her to marry me yet. And I think her mom was like, just like, so what's going on? I'm like, we're just dating. We're having a good time. This is great. We're like, we're traveling. We're doing things together. This is fantastic. And she's like, yeah, there's no pressure, no pressure. Apparently, there was a lot of pressure. <laughs> she, she, um, she said, yeah, I, I, knew it was, uh, I knew we were going to get married. I mean, and actually, guys, real, real quick backstory on that. This is true love, 100% true love. I saw her at a function across the hall, across the way. It, I mean, it was instant. I was like, I, I'm going to talk to her. Uh, I don't know when or what, but I'm going to talk to her. And I think I'm going to end up with her. I don't know what that means. It was this weird thing that clicked off. Four hours later at an after party, I was shit-faced, and I went and talked to her, which is the wrong thing, Just kind of crazy. And um, coincidentally, that night, uh, they had printed up brand-new business cards for all the employees. I had just gotten this my first job. I had a pocket load. Apparently, I, <laughs> I gave her half the stack, and I said, listen, I am terribly drunk right now, but I think I've been drawing you my entire life. I told her this. She called me on Monday. Apparently, she had, she had cards in all her pockets with my name on them. And she called the studio, and I couldn't stop talking about it. I was like, I think I fucked it up really bad. I, fast forward four years later, we ended up getting uh, asked her to marry me, and uh, we're thinking about what to do for our wedding. I, uh, I took a job as an illustrator now and then doing freelance work, and I did a, uh, a couple of jobs for a travel magazine out of Sarasota, Florida. And one of the articles that I had just finished an illustration for was for a story on uh, traveling to a small town in Mexico called Cholula. And I was like, all right, I, I don't know what we're going to do. I'm doing this, doing this piece of work, and I'm trying to read the story. And I'm reading the story, and the first paragraph, the writer talks about insane asylum. And then he talks about all these dogs. We have a chihuahua in the house. It's her chihuahua. She just moved in with me. We are living for the first time. And I'm like, all right, chihuahua, can I stick this out? It's going to cool. I have to draw a chihuahua. So I start drawing the dog. I'm drawing the dog, and then I get to the part of the story where there is um, all these churches. The town is known for the most churches in Mexico, apparently. It's got like 121 churches in, in the entire city. It turns out that there's churches there is because uh, all of the indigenous sort of pyramids are there. All the pyramids there from the Indians um, have been covered up by churches by the Spaniards. I was like, all right, this is compelling. I'm like, I, I know what I'm going to draw from my illustration. So I draw a giant pyramid with a bunch of dogs on top of it. But I'm like, all right. I'm like, this is going to be crazy. Uh, what if we eloped? I'm going to ask her to, to elope. So if we just got married in Cholula. So <laughs> I'm like, so let's elope. Let's go to Mexico. And I'm like, she's like, oh, that's awesome. I'm, she's half Mexican. And I'm like, it's, but it's going to be this little small town. We're doing it ourselves, and we're not going to invite any of the family. <laughs> and she, she's like, okay, that sounds cool. Let's do it. And I'm like, again, this is the woman I'm supposed to end up with because she goes along with everything. <laughs> she's followed me the last 15 years. So we decide to do this, and it's like, it's, it's a little hard because we're telling, we're not going to invite parents, we're not going to, this is totally us, we want to do it for ourselves, we really want to sort of enjoy this, and I really want to, I want to dis discover this place. I'm like, all right, this is, 
I call the writer up and I'm like, what, what did you stay? I just want to talk about what, you know, what, what, what do you think? He's like, yeah, you got to stay. This is bed and breakfast. So we plan on a date in December, uh, New Year's Eve and figured the, the town wouldn't be too busy because everyone's, you know, with family and it wouldn't be too touristy. So we decided to go. And so I called up the hotel, the bed and breakfast. And I said, listen, I, we're, we want to get married. We don't know anything about where we're going. We don't have any licenses or anything. How, where can we start? She's like, oh, my God. The front, she's like, we'll take care of it. Just send us your information. We will take care of everything. I'm like, really? And she's um, about a month uh, back and forth emailing with this wonderful lady at the hotel. She's going back and forth telling me what to do. We get there. There's a bouquet of flowers waiting for us. And it was, it was, I mean, it was amazing. It's a really unassuming little town. It's quiet, cobblestone streets here. There's flower shops everywhere. There's, uh, uh, I remember the first, uh, the first hour I spent there, we're driving around. There's a, a frozen yogurt place <laughs> that says Danny Yo. And they spell yogurt with a TH at the end for some reason. So yogurt, the entire time we're there, I'm like, well, you want to have some yogurt? Yes, I love some yogurt. <laughs> so my wife and I just joked about the entire time. But the funny thing is we, we, we get there and we decide to not, get married in one of these gazillion churches that are around. I mean, literally, like, every other block is a church. And we're like, you know, what if we do? We get, so we go get, uh, we get our licenses. We have to go see a doctor to get blood drawn. I mean, we're in these small little places. And we're, and we're just like, I'm trying to figure out what a ceremony looks like. What are we going to do for a ceremony? What is this supposed to be? And the lady's like, we t- we're taking care of everything, guys. You guys just just be here at, like, 5 o'clock on this day. And, 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 and my wife's like, I, I got a dress. I'm like, I bought my suit. So we are two of four guests staying at the bed and breakfast is a really small hotel. And I'm like, there's really no one town. The, uh, the owners are, by chance, are uh, graph designers. And the, the wife has an amazing collection of art books that she's collected her entire life. And she's been bringing them here. She's built a library at the hotel in this small little bed and breakfast, little two-floor thing. It's about 16 rooms. She's like, she starts to talk, and I'm like, well, you know, I work in, I would do visual effects, I work in animation, I'm an illustrator, I, I found the story because I wrote, I did the illustration for the story for the travel magazine. She's like, oh my God, you're getting married in the library. I'm like, of course, the library. So I, I walk in, and it is, it is an amazing collection of graph design books. I, it, it's just, it's just, it was just floored me. I'm like, this was meant to be. I'm supposed to be here with this girl, and we're supposed to do this. And so we, we avoid all the all the stuff with uh, the churches. We get our blood drawn. There's a, they arrange for uh, just the piece to come and do the service. And there's absolutely no one there but the, the two owners, the front desk girl, my wife and I. And we're like full-on dressed. It's the afternoon on a, on a Sunday. And there's a lady that comes in, and her name is Bridget Broche and her daughter. And Bridget Broche is, turns out, she is, uh, she just finished uh, working on a film. She's an art director, set director. She's the set decorator for Baz Luhrmann. And she's mentioned, she's like, I just got off a long movie. I did some time off with my, son, with my daughter. And wow, this, she's just amazed by the fact that we're doing this and we're in this library. She loves this place. Um, she'd finished working on Moulin Rouge. And she's like, here, give me your camera. She, just, she took our wedding photos. That was the biggest thing. It was like, she's, she's snapping away. And I, it, I, Marta's like, this is great. She's, she's so concerned about the, where we're going to do it. And I'm like, hey, if I do it here? And I'm like, wait a minute. So we've got the art director from Moulin Rouge snapping pictures on my little crappy, like, so that was kind of interesting. And the pictures, <laughs> they're actually all kind of blurry, which kind of sucks. But, <laughs> but, the, but the experience is wonderful. We were the only two people staying there. And for the next couple of days, we would bump into each other along the way uh, at all the tourist, uh, touristy things to do, which was like, go visit this uh, this pyramid and then go to the church on top. 
on New Year's Eve, we spent the entire day in Cholula, and it's completely dead. And there are, there's dogs everywhere. They're just running around, and um, which is really kind of sweet. And there were beautiful flowers that were in the little shops. We decided to hang out the, in the square and watch the sun go down. And it's really, it's a little chilly and gets a little cold at night. There's no one there but us and a couple of vendors. And then there's a, uh, a little street fair with Ferris wheel, Ferris wheel and like a little whirly trail thing, kid rides. And there's no one, they're, they're all fully on and functioning and running. And there's no one there. I'm like, where are the kids? Where, where, where is everybody? But it's just us. And we just decided to sit in the middle of the square and just watch these things. And the best photo of the entire event thing, the vacation, us, our, getting, our marriage was, was just us, a selfie with this, this, these neon lights behind us, which is wonderful. I think it was kind of like where we needed to be at the moment. And so we're just like, how, how do we pull this off? It's crazy when I think about the relocation experiment. I wanted to leave New York because I thought there was something bigger out there for me. There was. I met some amazing people. Brandon pulled me to Texas. If I wouldn't move to Texas, I wouldn't have met my wife. I wouldn't have two wonderful boys. Uh, if I wouldn't have followed Brandon to Texas, I wouldn't have fulfilled our dreams of creating films. And we wanted to figure out how to tell and articulate stories in some way and, 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 and arrange pictures. And if I wouldn't have left and taken, out, taken off like that I did from the city, I was like, why would you leave New York? Well, because I think there's much bigger things out there. And, but the, the experiment sort of really pays off. And I think uh, you know, we talked a little bit about Sarah um, earlier that you know, maybe there's a theme about the green, the grass isn't always green on the other side. Actually, it is. It is. You know, New York is amazing, but it is. I discovered my life outside of that city and uh, trusting your gut, going off and, and seeking that, whatever that may be, um, was the experiment that's paying off so far. So now we're in Louisiana and we'll see where that leads us. And a lot of fun things are happening here. Meeting all of you is a big part of that experiment. So thank you. And I uh, hope that wasn't too boring. Don't you forget that we have a live storytelling event under the influence this Saturday, September 13th at 7.30 p.m. at Marjorie Lyons Playhouse on the campus of Centenary College. It's a fundraiser with 100% of proceeds donated to the Council on Alcoholism and Drug Abuse of Northwest Louisiana. So please buy some tickets and we hope to see you there.